0: You're listening to a podcast brought to you by St. Benedict's Table, the Congregation of the Anglican Church of Canada, located in Winnipeg, Manitoba. I'm your host, Jamie Howison. So for our Lenten series this year, we've invited five different people to offer some reflection on their own sense of vocation, of call, exploring what it means to be who they are, in the skin they inhabit, in the life they live, in the context of faith. And so far it's been a it's been a great series with a couple more to come, but I decided in the midst of it I would add this additional podcast on vocation with a bit of my own story. Now I am moving up to my retirement, being ordained thirty-five plus years now. I will mark officially the 36th anniversary of my ordination on June 24th, and then just a couple months later, I'm looking at retiring from full-time stipendry ministry, although I, I should say one never retires from an ordained vocation, it just changes and gets lived out in a different way. But at this point, it's a fairly major transition that I'm contemplating, and I I began to again look back to the beginnings. So, a bit of a story. I was midway through my studies for my BA at the University of Winnipeg, a major in psychology, looking at continuing towards a a degree in clinical psychology, with a desire to work with troubled kids. I already had a job working for a probation unit here in Winnipeg. I was young but I was hired because I was young I I, I wasn't an authority figure at all I was all of 21 and so I could work really well with these 14 15 year old kids who often had real trouble with authority I ran a evening recreation program a couple times a week we had a Saturday work crew mostly just delivering flyers but generated a little bit of income for the kids to have, earned income. And I had a couple kids who were kind of under my wing. One of those kids, young guy, at the time he would have been 15, named Solomon. A very biblical name for King Solomon, renowned for his wisdom. Well, this Solomon, or Solly as we tended to call him, was rambunctious, lot of fun, athletic, great pool player, and just a wicked sense of humor. And he and I got along really well. Well, it was a blustery December day, and we'd been out, I think, actually, out to shoot some pool. And uh, I'm driving him home, dropping him off at the group home he'd just moved into. And uh, he got out of the car, and then he, before slamming the door, he looked back in the car, and he said, what are you doing tonight? which was a funny question for him to ask. Well, as it happened, I was going to the ordination of a friend of mine, a few years older than me. He was going to be ordained a deacon that night, a later priesthood, and then off to a vocation of ordained ministry in the Diocese of Kewatin in Northwestern Ontario. So I paused for a second and I said, well, I'm going to a church service where a friend of mine is being made a minister. Oh, he said. And then he looked at me and he said, that's what you're going to do. Slammed the car door, ran up to the group home front stairs, and I thought to myself, oh, no, I'm not. I'm not going to be an ordained minister. I'm going to spend my life working with the likes of you. Thought nothing more of it. And then a... Week or two later at the University of Winnipeg, I was sitting with somebody from one of my classes and we're talking about life and work, and I just happened to mention that I was quite involved in my parish church, the Church of All Saints in Winnipeg, and that I worked with kids, and he looked at me and he said, Well, have you ever considered becoming a minister? This was an odd question from him. He he wasn't a church guy himself, but Oh no no, I said no no I'm you know I'm gonna work with uh, with troubled kids. I'm I'm looking at doing a, a degree in clinical psychology after this one. No no I'm I'm no no no. And then a little while after that I'm at church on a Sunday morning and one of these older women from the community came up to me and took me by the hand and said, Have you ever considered going into the ministry, dear? Oh, no, no. I said, I, you know, I'm going to work with kids. And I, thank you, thank you. And I thought, wow, this is a little odd. And then somebody else who did similar work with kids was talking to me and raised the question again. And I thought, good grief. And over the next several months, it happened time and again. Between December of that year and early June of the following. There was 10 of those comments made to me by people. And I took a count of them all, and I kept count of them all. But the whole time, I'm sort of shaking my head. Well, then I got a call from the priest who worked at the Manitoba Youth Center. And he wanted me to, to come in and have some conversations with him about some programs he was planning for the kids who were in custody at the youth center. And he was building a connection with, a, with another youth ministry and he wasn't sure about it. So he just wanted to, wanted to think it through aloud. So I went and we had a great conversation. I really appreciated this particular priest. But midway through, it was as if we entered a different zone. He just looked at me and he said, Jamie, Have you ever had the experience of, say, 10 different people all raising the same idea with you? And maybe not something you ever wanted to hear, but 10 different voices, same kind of message. And I I looked at him with a stunned look. I remember the feeling. And I said, yeah, actually, I have had that experience. He said, I believe that's one of the ways that God speaks to us in our day. And then we were right back to the conversation about this proposed new program for the youth center and i was slack-jawed i remember walking from the youth center back to my car thinking i think i gotta do something about this oh i drove home picked up the phone and phoned my parish priest father jim setter at all saints church and i said jim I think I have to come and talk to you about whether or not I should consider ordained ministry. And he said to me, I was wondering how long it was going to take you to get to that point. Come on in tomorrow morning. And I did. And a week later I was sitting with the bishop of the diocese, Bishop Barry Valentine. And not only was he receptive to my explorations, he was already choosing potential seminaries for me to attend. And I did eventually take his direction and ended up at Trinity College in Toronto. It was all more than a bit of a whirlwind. The interesting thing here is that after that conversation with Father Jim Setter and Bishop Ballantyne, There wasn't a single person who came forward and said, Have you ever considered ministry? You should consider ministry. That's what you're going to be. Nothing like that. It just stopped. Well, a few years later, I was off at Trinity College doing my divinity degree, and there was a group of us sitting in the cafeteria. Mostly divinity students, but there was a a doctoral student there as well who was doing his his work in church history. Lovely guy. And we we were telling our stories, and I retold that story, and he looked at me and he said, Jamie, don't ever forget that experience of those voices. Don't ever neglect that clarity, because it may be the only time in your ministry, in your life, where you will have that kind of clarity. And he was in many ways right. Not that I haven't had some really significant moments, some really significant, I would say, religious and spiritual experiences since, but nothing quite like that six-month period with voice after voice after voice after voice. Speaking to me Now here some 40 years later As I look to putting a a close to this chapter in my ordained ministry looking back to those early stories early voices I Just know they were right Because this role has fit like a custom tailored suit Hasn't ever felt like there was a stitch out of place And isn't it lovely to be able to look back and say that? Thanks for listening to my story. Hopefully, you'll pick up on the stories of other people told over the course of our Lenten series. I'm Jamie Howison. Thanks for listening.